Welcome to Winning Streaks. I'm your host, Tanvir Mustafa, and every week I get deep into the stories and strategies of experts, champions, business moguls, and industry leaders to find out how you can win the day and win at life. If you're committed to never settling for the status quo and consistently challenging yourself to new heights, then this is the show for you. In return, I commit to bringing you insightful, practical, and no BS conversations that will help you create your next big win. Let's talk about the triggers that led to that. What happened that made you feel this way, that made you feel this emptiness inside, and what did you do to change it? I was ready to, I say this all the time, put down my shovel, stop digging, and climb myself out of the hole that you know I thought was impossible to get out of, but I knew deep down that I was ready to do it. How did this whole experience impact your mental health as a sales professional before you solved the issue and after you solved the issue? Like how have things shifted for you in in your personal life and and professional life? Yeah, it's a phenomenal question. I think because I wasn't living a fulfilled life, I was chasing money. And so as a sales professional, people feel the energy that you give off. And so I actually made a post about uh, this today around, if you don't have a fulfilled life, then you oftentimes as a sales professional attach your self-worth to your success as a sales professional. And what that oftentimes does, whether you're on a phone call, uh, making a cold call, sending an email on a negotiation call, you're coming from a place of want and need, which means that you lack something within, which means that if you don't get that deal or you don't book that meeting, then you feel less as a person. Mm -hmm. And that's how I operated forever. Mm -hmm. And it worked sometimes, like I made President's Club, but it wasn't sustainable and scalable, right? And so I think before I was so focused on make a ton of money, make a ton of money, because I was like in all this debt. I was like, I have to make money. I I need this so bad. And before I made President's Club, like I was uh, in my, when I was ramping as a new rep, wasn't closing deals. I was like really nervous about what I was even doing, but it was because I was like so attached to the outcome of these deals. Um, and that I, my whole world revolved around it. I would get up, go to work, come home, work, go to sleep worried. I wasn't doing anything to make time for myself and to fill my own cup and to feel uh, like, like I was living a fulfilling life. I was doing all these vices like gambling and partying. There was no time to feel good about who Anthony was because I was so lost. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wasn't even thinking that the things that I was doing outside of work were bad. And I had no idea that it was affecting me so much. I wasn't so worried about a deal closing or not. I became pretty indifferent, to be honest, about hitting my quota because I knew like the worst case scenario, I don't hit my quota. I still got all this other cool stuff going on in my life. I've still made so much progress. I have so much gratitude because of what I went through. So if I lose a deal, I take a step back and be like, damn, well, could be worse. I could be 60 pounds overweight in debt, but I'm not. And so like, it's okay. I'll be fine. I've been through hard things before and I'll get through this too. Yeah. The worst case scenario that we think about, we don't actually think about it enough because if we did, we'd realize that the worst case scenario isn't really that bad. And then totally. second most, I think it actually makes you a better salesperson. You know this, you know, 
customers can sense when you have skin in the game. Like they can sense what we call, you know, commission breath. And when you don't have that, they're much more open. They're much more willing to work with you. And it's interesting because I actually think you hit President's Club. Like I actually think you can, through sheer will and determination, get yourself to becoming a top performer. But I don't think that necessarily means that you're a great salesperson. Because I think a great salesperson has empathy, a great salesperson is kind, a great salesperson does what's best for the customer. And, you know, a lot of the people that that might just do it through sheer, like picking up the phone and calling and dialing and sending out a bunch of emails, like they're just putting in this insane amount of volume that gets them that ideal result. That doesn't mean it was the right thing to do for the customer. And so I identified like the areas of my life that were kind of unmanageable and a mess. And I also started to understand and own my flaws and I turn them into my powers. I'm not now afraid to admit that sometimes I get a little bit insecure. Now I can identify when I'm starting to act insecure and actually catch it and understand why, and then let it float by like a cloud in the sky, if you will. For people out there to round it out that are struggling, it's just like, hey, slow down, take a step back and accept the present moment for what it is. Because worrying about the past is going to make you upset and depressed because you're thinking about things that could have been or what they were, you're living in the past, or you're going to feel anxious because you're focusing on things that you don't have, right? And so once I was able to become comfortable with the things I couldn't change, like the past and the future, and focused on the things that I could change, which were my mindset, my attitude, how I showed up, the effort that I put in to therapy and to reading, that's when you start to realize that, hey, I can actually do this. If I just take things literally one day at a time, it's impossible for me not to get to where I want to go if I do everything in my control one day at a time. And I think it's a, it's a great lesson for, for anyone to take away. From all of that, you managed to put together a why and a mission. And to be honest, like this is something that I'm, I struggle with is like having sort of like a North star uh, to go after that motivates you, that keeps you fulfilled and keeps you chasing after something consistently. Uh, what is that why and, and mission for you? And how did you go about putting it together? Yeah. So my hypothesis is that a lot of people struggle with what I struggled with. Once I kind of came out the other side, like now I'm debt free. I'm finally paying myself back. I lost the weight. I developed healthy habits and a system to follow it. I realized that there's other people out there that could use the help as well. And so I thought about, okay, I work at Outreach. It's a phenomenal company. I love being a sales professional, but there's something more. There's something missing still. I was still, I was still very happy with my life, but I look at my mom and I look at 5, 10, 15, even when I'm on a rocking chair one day. And I thought to myself, if I continue down this path, will I truly be satisfied with the life that I lived and the impact that I made on others? Did I leave this world a better place? And it sounds cliche, but once you have that realization of like, hey, there's something else out there, it's that's what potential is. That's what your purpose becomes. And it just so happens that my purpose and my what I believe to be potential on this earth is to give back based on 
my experiences that I went through in my 20s. And I always think about my why and my mission as talking to the Anthony from three plus years ago, saying, hey, man, it's all right. I got your back. Like, I know what you're going through. And uh, that realization becomes really, really powerful. And so my mission is to essentially bring awareness to the importance of prioritizing your mental health, your wellness, your mindset, making sure that you're living a, a fulfilling life that you can feel proud of. And so that when you show up with other people, whether that's at work with your family and your relationships, that you're ready to receive love because you love yourself. You're ready to trust because you trust yourself and you're ready to help others because you've helped yourself. And so if there's anything that I can do in this world to make it a better place, I think it's giving back with those things in mind. And uh, I kind of got choked up there thinking about helping the younger version of Anthony, you know, because that's the person that needed someone like me now, back then, that he didn't have until he hit his rock bottom. And so if I can give back to people and help them before they get to that point, then that makes me feel so good, man. Like that's what it's about. All the other stuff takes care of, care of itself, the outcomes, the money, whatever, it takes care of itself. And if I'm doing those things, then I show up on a customer call, like I'm living such a fulfilled life and I have so much gratitude that I'm quite indifferent. Like I care, I'm competitive, but if someone goes with one of my competitors, I'm not going to like let it ruin my day. I'm going to learn from it. But then I can take a step back and say, I've got all these things that I'm doing. I'm making such a big impact. And I think that's another reason why I started to do this is because I wanted to live a more fulfilling life for myself so that I can feel fulfilled when I show up with others. What are the steps that you started taking specifically in terms of mindset and building a stronger mindset? What are the steps you took to, to fortify that and make that better? Whenever I felt like giving up or making a bad decision, I would go back to that and say, okay, wow, look what it could be. If I go down that road, I know exactly where it leads, right? So mm -hmm. by writing it down on paper, it's in front of you. If you make this decision, you know exactly where that road is going to be. So it's almost like double insanity, like doing the things that you know are going to lead you down a path that get the same result. And so what that allowed me to do was, hey, let's try it a different way. Let's start to do things that are actually going to make me feel good. I kind of surrendered to this idea that I didn't need help. I accepted that I needed help. And there's nothing wrong with that. That was the first step in going down this mental health journey. So once I identified that I needed help, I joined a few Reddit pages around like fitness and money management. I got a few books to start with around mindset and like around building confidence because I had zero confidence. I was the most insecure person you ever met. You would, you would never know it because I put on a, put on a show. Mm. But what, I, book, I, what books did you get? The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson was the first book that I read. Mm -hmm. I then read Relentless by Tim Grover. Oh, that's a great um, one. I love Relentless. Yeah. Unfuck Yourself by uh, Gary John Bishop. And right now I'm reading, I also read The Power of Habit. I write Atomic Habits. And then right now I'm reading uh, The Obstacle is the Way. So I'm still educating myself. Mm -hmm. And so I started reading those books. Then I started going to therapy. Those two things like educated me so much and dissected all of the things that I didn't realize were deeper seated issues, right? I didn't realize that 
I was so insecure even at a young age. And so I started to just identify, okay, what other points in my life did I also feel insecure? And I started doing healing around those. What does it mean to live authentically to you? And what does that, how does that translate into, you know, embracing your full potential? Like I hated the world. I used to hate the world, but I think, um, you know, authenticity led me to discover what my purpose was because I was just showing up as who I, uh, who I am. And at my core, I was able to, to discover like what I actually wanted to do. And so I love being a sales professional because it challenges me to show up as that person every day. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think one of the greatest things about not only sales, but how you've approached this whole mindset journey and, and this personal development journey is the extreme accountability that you've put on yourself. And this is a monumental shift for me as well. You know, bad things would happen to me and I would always blame other people, other things, other circumstances. But the moment that I took complete ownership of everything that happened to me, regardless of whether it was my fault or not, it was like, this is, I'm accountable for this. I'm accountable for my life and the results and what happens and, and everything going on on in it. That is my responsibility. And it is my responsibility to change in order to experience what I want to feel. Right. I think Will Smith has a quote about this is that you can't blame other people for the situation that you're in, you know, where you grew up, you know, what you've been given all of that things, but it is your responsibility to change it, right? And taking extreme ownership and accountability over change and over wanting to become a better person, I think is the best way to summarize everything that you've talked about today is you have to want to change and then build a system around you with the support system, with the books you read, with the activities you undertake, with the habits you create to ultimately result in that change. 